whenever you're wanting to give up on changing your life or manifesting anything, one of the popular affirmations within the Law of Assumption community that comes from a popular story um, and experience that the creator of the Law of Assumption had is you are in Barbados. You can even switch it and apply it to yourself and say, I am in Barbados. So what does this mean? Well, it comes from an experience that Neville Goddard himself had. And Neville Goddard was a Barbadian New Thought author who coined the Law of Assumption and went on speaking tours and had all of these different um, you know, seminars that he would perform. Uh, usually in the, usually in the like California area, um, and because the last twenty years of his life he he lived predominantly in West Hollywood, but he wrote and taught on Bible exegesis, self help, and mysticism, and esotericism, and pretty much coined what is now considered the law of assumption. And one of his stories that everyone in the Law of Assumption community knows now is his story about wanting to go to Barbados. So he was born in Barbados, and he still had a brother who lived in Barbados. He had most of his family still living in Barbados. And it was around Christmas time. And he was speaking to his mentor, Abdullah. And he was saying that I really want to go to Barbados. I really want to go to Barbados, but I don't have the money. And during this time, you know, it was the time of the Great Depression. It was in the middle of the 20s and 30s. And he was saying, okay, well, um, I don't have this money that I need to go to Barbados. And his mentor said, you're already in Barbados. Sleep on the idea as if you are already in Barbados. Spend your nights in Barbados. And what his mentor meant was, hey, look, your imagination is so powerful. And your ability to imagine and envision and visualize you already having what you want is so powerful that inevitably it's going to get you what you want. There is, no, there is no other option. There is no other choice. There is no, no other way. You're just going to get what you want. You're going to get what you desire because you are already saying it's already yours. So Neville pretty much imagined himself going to Barbados. And he continued to imagine it as if it was going to happen. And as if it had already happened, as if he was already there. And a few days, a few days into him affirming for it, or, or three or three months almost, it, it either took about three months or, or less. So, but time doesn't really matter here. The point is, is that Neville imagined himself already being in Barbados with his family. And while he was doing this, he got contact from his brother in Barbados. And his brother said, 
you need to come back to Barbados to be with your family. And here's some money to be able to afford the ticket. And Neville went to the the ticket line, went to, went to go purchase the ticket. And his brother told him exactly what, what place to go to to be able to do this. And when he got there, he was told that they only had third-class tickets left. And so he purchased a third-class ticket. And he was fine. He was fine with that. He was like, look, I know it's a third-class ticket, but at least I'm going to Barbados. I'm going to be with my family. He goes back to his mentor and tells him this. And his mentor said, no, you're going first class. You're going to Barbados, but you're going first class. And of course, Neville was like, but I got a third class ticket. There was no first class available. But he persisted. And he said, okay, I believe you. And, and went about it and started persisting in the, in the assumption that he had the first class ticket to go to Barbados to be with his family. He goes, a few days later, goes back to the, the, um, goes back to get another ticket. Well, not really to get another ticket, but he goes back to, to the line before he's about to go to Barbados. And he was told that there was a cancellation by a first class party. And now he was going to be going first class. So he went to Barbados first class. He was able to visit with his family. He was able to go to Barbados because he envisioned himself in Barbados. He said, it's already done. It's already a done deal. I'm already in Barbados. I went first class. I was with my family. I got what I wanted. Okay? And because he, he had his mentor continuing to persist for him and then also continuing to teach him how to persist within the assumption that it was already his, that he already had it, that he was already in Barbados, that it was a done deal, that his desire to go to Barbados was already done, that his desire had already been manifested, he got what he desired. And he was able to go to Barbados. Now, the reason I'm sharing this story is because it is so important to persist when you are manifesting something. Not only is it important to persist when you're manifesting something, but it's important to persist whether you're looking at it from a place of, oh, I'm manifesting something new or I'm simply changing my life. If the word manifest isn't working for you, that's fine. If you're like, okay, my circumstances have changed because I have changed and my life has changed because I said so, if that's what works for you much more than saying, I manifested it, I manifested it. If it works better for you to say, I got it because I persisted, then yes, use whatever terminology, use whatever language works for you. Let it be natural to you. Okay. And, and I know I did my episode this morning where I was saying, you know, you can even use affirmations from other people. You can use meditations that other people have done if that's what feels natural to you. Personally, I, I use a bit of 
meditations from other people sometimes if I really just need kind of kind of like I said that friend talking to me I I I I listen to meditations as if I'm listening to a friend affirming it over me um and I also use my own affirmations uh that I've recorded and I will play back in a loop but it is so important that you persist in the assumption because the more that you persist in the assumption, the more that anything that's just kind of temporal fades away. Time becomes more of an illusion. And time is an illusion. Because when you're, when you're just focusing on psychological clock time or, or physical clock time, yes, you should be aware of physical clock time and utilize it in tandem with yourself. Say that time works for me. I'm not working for time. Time works for me. But when you're when you're thinking about psychological time, that's more of the projections of, oh, it's going to happen in the future. It's going to happen in the future. And you're thinking about, oh, well, I need this to happen by this day. Otherwise, I'm going to go absolutely manic ballistic nuts, <laughs> right? Um... So the more that you're focused on time, the more that you're clinging to time, the more that you're clinging to the circumstances and the 3D reality, the more that you're saying, oh, well, I need all of these factors to line up completely in a row before my life changes (laughs) and before everything happens, instead of visualizing your desire as already being done, whether that's a relationship or a new job or a new home or a new car or an amount of money and get really specific get really specific be persistent but also be clear and specific about what you want clear and specific about what you want so be specific be clear and persist that's the only three rules to the law of assumption be clear be persistent and you know <laughs> be clear be persistent and be specific I almost forgot but be clear be persistent and be specific and tell yourself I'm in Barbados you can say it like that or you can say it as in I already have everything that I desire I already have everything that I desire. Because I said so. Because I always get what I want. Because it's inevitable. Because it's always been inevitable. Because, because, because of the wonderful things I does. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, you are the Wizard of Oz for your own life. We can say it that way, all right? (laughs) But the point is to persist. To persist, to be specific, and to be clear. Whether you're scripting your affirmations, whether you're, you know, scripting out the scene of what, what, what you want, the life that you have, the desire being manifest, being made manifest, No matter what it is, no matter what method you're using, no matter what technique you're using, be clear, be specific, 
see it, feel it. For example, all right, you're manifesting a specific person. And I'm going to go back to this one because this is, this is sometimes a little bit easier because your temporal senses can, can kind of like understand this. So you're manifesting a specific person and they're already a person in your life. All right. Let, let's use this example. They're already a person in your life. You already know what they look like. You've been friends with them for a while or you've dated them before or whatever it is. Okay. And you know you're meant to be. You know you have unfinished business. You know your story's not over. You know that this is the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Okay? All right. So you got the image of this person in your head. And you've been with them before. Or you, you know what it's like to maybe hug them. And to see them in front of you. And you know what their hair looks like. You know what their eye color is. You know, you know what their face looks like. You know the kind of clothes they wear, etc. Right? Okay? So you got that image in your head. And you start to visualize what it would be like to be with them. Holding their hand, hugging them, cuddling up on the couch, kissing them, telling them goodnight sleeping next to each other, whatever it is that you want to visualize, okay? Hell, you can visualize, you can visualize a sexual, uh, image, okay? Visualize whatever you want. (laughs) There, there are no limits here, but my point is, is that you can very clearly visualize it because you know what they look like, you know what they smell like, you know what, whatever. But if you're really good at visualizing that, you might even start to feel those emotions come up you'll feel those emotions come up of how it would feel to be with that person and you'll experience those emotions you'll experience that felt feeling that felt experience of being with that person of holding their hand of kissing them of wrapping your arms around them in a hug of running your fingers through their hair just to be playing with their hair while while they have their head in your lap and you know you're just you're relaxing on the couch or something and they're starting to nod off because they're just like that feels really good <laughs> you know <laughs> so you you can visualize that and you can almost feel it as if you're doing it you can feel how it would feel almost almost even physically to kiss them, to hold their hand, to play with their hair. I've had experiences like that before where I've, you know, visualized a specific person and I knew exactly what it felt like to, to hold their hand and touch them because I've touched them before. To get a hug from them because I've gotten a hug from them before. It just, it just is, <laughs> you know, it's like, um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like your memory, basically. If you have a memory Um, a sensory memory, a sensory-based memory. Like phantom smells, for example. You know what somebody smells like because you know what the perfume that they wear or the cologne that they wear, right? And you'll smell that phantom smell. Even if it's not actually in the vicinity that you're sitting in, you'll smell that phantom smell. It's a memory. It's a memory. Your physical senses remember that. And your physical senses can remember something that you are visualizing too. 
create, treat it like a memory. Treat it like something that's already happened. And it will happen. You might be feeling like you're, you're experiencing deja vu when it happens, but if you treat it like a memory, if you treat it like a visualization that you can very easily picture, it will 100% happen. Tell yourself, I'm in Barbados. I've got the desire. I have everything that I desire. Everything that I desire is already mine. I have everything that I need. I have everything that I need in my life to have the best life that I want to live. Everything that I want is all, I already have it. Everything that I have, I'm grateful for. Everything that I have is all that I need. Whatever, whatever you want to say towards it. But pretty much go back to that affirmation. I already have it. I'm in Barbados. You're in Barbados, babe. You already got it. Okay. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I fully intend that you did. And I will see you again soon. Bye! What's up? This is Alice B. Skellinger, your hostess of the Skellington Grin Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, feel free to leave a rating and review. If you would like to open up episode discussion, you can send a direct message to me through Spotify or Anchor, or simply email me at cartomancybyalice at gmail.com. That's C-A-R-T-O-M-A-N-C-Y-B-Y-A-L-I-C-E at gmail.com. I'm also offering tarot readings and tarot 101 coaching and relationship coaching on my website, skeletongrin.square.site. And if you would like to connect with me on social media, you can do so by following me on TikTok at Skellington Grin and on Instagram at Skellington Grin. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you again soon. Bye.